Good morning. I'm the Reverend Jacqueline Sheldon from St. Paul's Episcopal Church at 220 Valley Street in Willimantic. And as always, I'm delighted to be with you on this third Sunday of Epiphany, while we focus on the idea of the manifestation of God's love in the world. So let's get started by just settling in and becoming present to our breath and our bodies into the very place where we are together in the love of God. Holy and gracious one, how we thank you that you have called us and that we have said yes to your love. Help us this morning to listen closely, to let your spirit whisper into our souls, each of us individually, that we may be transformed and shine your love into the world so bright that it draws others in. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our gospel reading this morning comes from Mark's gospel, the first chapter, verses 14 through 20. And after John was handed over Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good tidings of God that the proper time has been fulfilled and the kingdom of God has drawn near. Change your hearts and have faith in the good tidings. And passing along beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Simon's brother Andrew casting their nets in the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Come along after me and I shall make you fishers of men. And immediately abandoning the nets, they followed him. And proceeding a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, and they were in a boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired hands, they went after him. The Gospel of the Lord. I want to talk about hearing the call of Christ first in Jesus' time, and then in ours, to see what it might mean about the physical or tangible manifestation of the love of God in our world today. To begin with, let's look at the list of people who answered the call of God to get us to this point in the story. First, we have Moses and the prophets. They had to answer the call of God to set the stage for what was coming. Mary had to answer the call of God to give birth to Jesus. Joseph had to answer the call of God to marry Mary, joining her to raise and prepare Jesus for his work. Elizabeth and Zechariah had to answer the call of God to give birth to John the Baptist and raise and prepare him for his work. John the Baptist had to answer the call of God and prepare the way for Jesus, calling people to repent and turn back to God. And now we have Jesus, and the unique thing is Jesus isn't answering the call of God, but he's answering the call from our broken world as the Son of God to come and save us from our pain and suffering. Then the disciples had to answer the call of God through Jesus to catch people for the kingdom of God. There are some things we can look at that they all have in common. First off, 
They are all ordinary people living ordinary lives, except Jesus and John the Baptist, of course. Farmers, shepherders, women caring for the needs of their family in the community, a carpenter, a temple worker, and some fishermen. They all get asked to do unexpected things in the middle of their ordinary lives. Moses is called to lead the people out of Egypt. The prophets are called to speak to the people in God's name. Mary is called to give birth to the Son of God. Joseph is called to protect the mother of the Son of God. Elizabeth and Zechariah are called to give birth to a child far past the possible age of childbearing. John the Baptist is called to be a voice calling in the wilderness, proclaiming, prepare the way of the Lord, and giving a baptism of forgiveness. Then Jesus comes to proclaim the good news that God loves us and is here with us by preaching, teaching, healing, and dying, and rising again. The disciples are called by Jesus to come, to follow and learn and become something, fishers of people for the kingdom of God, drawing in everyone they can, each in their own unique lives, in a way very specifically intended for them, manifest the love of God in their world. I've always wondered about the actions of Simon, Andrew, James, and John in this story. How could they just drop what they were doing in the middle of the day with others counting on them to follow Jesus without even turning back? By a simple call, come, they were off. The Greek word used for follow is explained as the call, come to me with deep expression. There are three other very significant things I want to mention about our earliest ancestors in the family of Jesus Christ. They were all called to act for the sake of the world. They all trusted that the call was from God, and they all said yes, regardless of what the world would think of them, and over their lifetimes, they were transformed. What can their behavior that manifested the love of God in their world, in their time, tell us about our call to do the same thing today? Just like each of them, we're simply living ordinary lives in our day, in our, in our own unique circumstances. And each of us receives a call that's for the sake of the world, that is perfectly suited to our temperaments, to the circumstances we're in, and to our abilities. Only we can hear our calling to come and be transformed. It comes somehow in ways that we can't even explain, a whisper in the heart that is not able to be explain to anybody in the world, but we know, we know when we're called to do something that shines the light of God's love in the world to make things more alive, to make things better, to, to bring healing to this broken world. And when we say yes, we learn to listen and see life in a new way. 
Sometimes it doesn't even appear that the goal that we think we're going after is going to happen. But by the power of God's transforming spirit, we evolve and we grow to love God and ourselves and others and all of creation in life-giving ways that manifest the call to others to come. In a lot of ways, it's mysterious. It's as mysterious for us today as it was for them. But we know we can feel the effects of that shining light of love in the world in, in, in ways that we can't explain, but we know are happening as we allow the power of God to transform our hearts. Now, when this happens, we become the shining attraction to the way of love that manifests through us. And we ourselves become fishers of people. That is exactly what happened in every person's story I mentioned today. Somehow through their actions, they became people who shone the light of God's love through their own lives in very unique ways that caused other people to be drawn to the love of God. That is what happened to them, and that is what is meant to happen to us, I believe. Do you think this could be possible for us? Imagine that. Amen. Author of faith To follow 
Decided to fall 